This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. You got the Timberwolves up 94-82 on the Wizards, 63-56 Memphis over Miami. Terry Rozier, scary Terry Ryan making his heat debut. Five points, one of five from the field in 12 minutes. That's okay. It's just, there's, there's time. No, it's all right. Yeah. It's the third quarter, but you know. It'll be all right. Uh, Hornets and Pistons, two of the worst, just most awful teams in the NBA, tied at 100. Oh, sorry, now the Hornets are up 102-100. That, that, is, that is just, that is two bad teams. But your Bucks up 10 right now. I don't know how people, Yeah, I get how people watch the NBA every night and buy league pass, but betting on the NBA every night. <sighs> props, baby. Got to do the props. I couldn't do it. You take too many sides and totals in this, go down the prop hole. I told just, you, man. Just betting Brandon Miller props from now Every on. Every big that plays the Wizards, you just take the over on rebounds and points. It's happening again tonight with Rudy Gobert. In fact, I think, let me make sure. Uh, no, he's still at 11. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. It's the fourth quarter now. Shh, I need three more. I don't want to mush it. There's no mush here, actually, so this is good. We're going to we're gonna keep it that way. Uh, of course, the biggest news of the day, though, Jim Harbaugh, just before the show, the news broke, taking over the Los Angeles Chargers head coaching job, and there is nobody on this earth that is more happy than Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media, odds checker, and Chargers fan that I'm looking at your Twitter feed right now, my friend, or X feed, or whatever the hell we're calling it, and you, sir, are as happy as a giddy little schoolboy playing NFL blitz with the Chargers and old Chargers highlights. I'm assuming you had dinner at P.F. Chang's tonight, too, while you were at it? Uh, you know what? Sadly, we don't even have P.F. Chang's here in Toronto. Oh, but I could just drive. To, I should drive to <laughs> Buffalo right now just to get some P.F. Chang's. Yeah, I was playing off that classic uh, original Twitter tweet by uh the chargers from all those years ago i'm thrilled uh i don't know just it's so weird like to go from brandon staley anthony lynn mike mccoy to now jim harbaugh like it just feels like uh we're serious people guys yeah i'm excited man i mean it's the afc west so you'll have to play mahomes twice a year per usual but i mean i'm really excited that herbert finally has a real head coach, an offensive-minded head coach. You look what Harbaugh's do, d- done with every single quarterback he's coached at the collegiate level and in the NFL. Um, what do you think that they have to do? I mean, I know that that's, there's a lot that they have to do because I believe they're $40 million over the cap, and they have the fifth overall pick. What do you want to see them do? Because, I mean, I worry a little bit about the wide receiver room. Mike Williams, uh, rarely healthy. Keenan Allen had a pretty solid season, but he's making a lot of money. Quentin Johnston looked like a bust. You know, would that be the way that you look, wide receiver, or what do you think this team needs the most? Okay, so you mentioned that they are in a bit of a cap situation. Uh, Comparatively to some teams who have been in this situation in the past, it's actually not that difficult a fix for them. There is a moment where they're going to have to peel the Band-Aid and they shouldn't kick it down the road, but the combination of Bosa, Mack, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams, uh, the four of those players... Each may like are probably making close to like eighty or ninety million. So there's going to be a decision on on maybe two or three or whatever Jim Harbaugh wants to do. 
Although you saw teams like Tampa and the Rams this year successfully attack dead money. Uh, I joked this week that dead cap builds culture. Dead cap builds culture. If you could successfully <laughs> navigate dead cap by having to play a lot of kids and have a great draft class, you come out of that in a good way. Now, that's like a bad case scenario. You ask about the fifth overall pick, um, a weapon, uh, neighbors, Brock Bowers, uh, or they build a tackle and do what Detroit has done with Slater and you put a tackle on the other side and you say, guys, go get Herbert. Like Justin Herbert's got the arm if he has the time. So they have a lot of needs though, Ryan. A lot of needs all over the team. They could use that pick at any of the premium positions outside of quarterback. And I'm excited. Jim Harbaugh, you've been on the Chargers having a good draft class. Like, I don't know what next year's win total will be. Obviously, I'm hoping for the best, but you've seen yeah. some of the great college coaches come in right away, and they know when we're drafting, like, a guy from the Big Ten in the fifth round, you know that's a guy. Like, you guys just know in football. And I remember Pete Carroll had, I think, three straight draft classes building that Seahawks team. So I, I can't wait. I, I can't I – I'm fired up. The fifth overall pick and Jim Harbaugh – that night in Las Vegas changed the fortunes of the Chargers and the Raiders. I, I, if you let me, I'd do a minute bashing Tom Telesco if you want. Feel free, actually, because we were just talking about him earlier. Go ahead. Go in on him. Yeah, especially the tweet that called him, um, <laughs> what, what, built one of the better rosters, yeah. the best roster in the NFL. I want to know who wrote that for him. Okay, so let's be perfectly clear. I never really called for Telesco's job until this past year because he always kind of did enough. He always did enough. Just when you were ready to kick him out, he'd make the playoffs in that, like, third year. Or, you know, he'd draft Justin Herbert. It'd just always be enough. But they didn't win a division title in a decade, guys. I think that we want – the Chargers won three playoff games. I can't remember the last second through sixth round pick that the Chargers have given an extension. <laughs> He's hit on a couple first-rounders. We know that. And people take that into the offseason each year to say this is a talented team. It was a talented team that never had a single layer of depth. It was a Stars and Scrubs roster that, that never survived a moment. And you guys saw it each year. So I don't know how. In a league where we see a lot of retread coaches, but retread GMs, they're, they're rare. They're super rare. They're GMs that won multiple divisions, that went to Super Bowls that had actual success that we did not see reappear. Somehow this guy reappears in the division. It was a 62 to seven night on a Thursday, but it culminated in, in an interim linebacker being named the head coach and then bringing in Tom Telesco as a Raider hater that 62 to seven Thursday will have sent both teams in very different directions, friends. Yeah, you look at and look at the other look at the AFC West, man. You have mm -hmm. Sean Payton, you have Andy Reid, now you have Jim Harbaugh, and then you have, like you said, a former linebacker. Which, like, I hope for the best for the Raiders, but I don't think that ends well. Um, so, like, what do you think are realistic goals this year? Just get back to the playoffs, win a Super Bowl in the next three years. Uh, you know, what, what do you think realistic goals are this season? Now that Harbaugh is coming and he's going to work with Justin Herbert. I'm not really sure, but just like instant improvement. Put it this way. Yeah. People talk about Mahomes in the division, and that, that you can't change that. 
But let's not also hide from the reality of what just happened this year. The Cleveland Browns used four quarterbacks. Houston drafted second overall last year. The, the, the Gardner Minshew had a, a win and in situation. For all the talk of how like difficult it is, look at these playoff pictures and what was happening for that last seed. And even going back a year before or the year before that where the Chargers played the Raiders and couldn't do it. So there is a path. And that's what makes what happened this past season even sadder and more pathetic. Yes, Herbert got hurt, but the the injury almost saved them from a, an embarrassing ending with him being healthy. If you guys, you know, if you were watching what was happening. Um, oh, yeah. So truth be told, the path is like with that X, since they added that seventh playoff spot, and I'm blessed as a team, as a fan of a team in the same division as Patrick Mahomes, they essentially added that extra wild card spot as Mahomes entered the league. So no one should feel more grateful for that spot than the competition in the division with the greatest quarterback on planet Earth. But it exists, and just look back at what's been able to compete for that playoff spot. So why shouldn't anyone with a competent head coach? It's like the blind betting. You have your buddies who go to Vegas. I know they're squares, but it's like, I don't know who to bet. I'm just betting the team with the coach and the quarterback. Well, I might be the Chargers a lot next year now. <laughs> Speaking of those Chiefs, of course, they're going to be at Baltimore this weekend. Three and a half point dogs against the Ravens. And a Ravens team that's playing as good as they can on really both sides of the, of the ball. And it just when I, when I watch the Ravens, I see an offense that's humming. I see a defense that's clicking right now all at the same time. Yet they're still in the back of our mind. And Ryan and I both talked about this, Jeff. It's like you still, even with the receivers that you have in Kansas City, it makes it really hard to just write off Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Chiefs fans love me because I've never written them <laughs> off. Not at any moment. They all see doom and gloom. I'm like, you guys are going to be fine. You're going to be right where you want. It, you're literally taking the Patriots script. It's almost like next year you hope to catch the Chiefs early. Hopefully we get the, give us the Chiefs early because they feel like the new Patriots. They'll just be in this spot. They have this quarterback. That being said, you catch me at this moment, guys, and I like I'm not I'm pulling for Baltimore because I can't see I, I don't want to see a division rival win triplets. Like that's just really annoying. And the fact that uh, you know, I feel a connection now to the Ravens, a support with brotherly love at head coach. So <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling for the Ravens even harder in the last two hours and want to support them and their endeavors. But all kidding aside, it should be a fantastic game. The, the injury aspect is trending more in Baltimore's favor. As gamblers, we see this point spread and we're like, we're being tricked, right? We're being tricked. Like, how do we not just play the other side? You know, there's something going on here. We got to just take Mahomes at this plus money. But I, I kind of do lean Baltimore. Uh, really quick, going over to golf. I saw that you, uh, like Colin this week, you had 12 to 1. Uh, anything else that you like this weekend? Right now, I believe uh, Patrick Cantlay is the favorite. He's seven under today. Yeah, so something you got to take note of this week, guys, is that there is a two-course split. It is a north course. It is a south course. And um, the scoring is incredibly drastic. It's actually embarrassingly uh, drastic. I saw from PGA yeah. Tour Communications, the guys on the south course today shot a combined, uh, I want to say, three under par. So anyone playing the who anyone who kind of held their own 
who's going to get a go tomorrow and play the easier course could be a look. A guy like Minwoo Lee who can go blackout, uh, lights out hot, you know, he's at 70 to 1. Tony Finau held his own at 2 under uh, on the difficult track today and is still at his pre-tournament number of 25 to 1 and who's a guy I almost did bet. But uh, I did bet Morikawa and and Oberg and they're kind of both at their starting numbers at around 11, 12 to 1, and Ludwig's even between 22 and 25. So that's where my money is, and you can almost still get on it for my entry price. He's Jeff Feinberg. I want to congratulate you and all of your Chargers fan brethren. Congratulations. You have a real head coach out there now. Thanks, man. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> See you, man. Yeah, it's – uh, I, it's got – like – when I when the the way that he was talking about the Chargers, see, this is what I love about sports, right? Betting aside, like, come on, we're all sports fans here when we do this too. Like, I mean, I guess some people just bet and they don't care, yeah. but like, you and I are sports fans. We grew up sports fans. That's the way that it is. Yeah. Part of being a sports fan is suffering. Like, it's just that's that's how it is. Unless you grew up a Patriots fan and you were like six years old in the year two thousand, and then you just kind of dealt with mostly winning. Most fans have to suffer for a long period of time. When you have these moments where you feel like your team is actually a winner, when you feel like your team has actually turned a corner, when you feel like your team is actually, I don't know, something to be taken seriously, finally, with real adults in the room running the show, I can certainly relate to that as a Commanders fan, because I'm in the same boat that he is. We don't have our coach yet, but we needed to get rid of the owner first, and we've done that. The Chargers now have their coach. You were worried earlier this year, even though you've been a Packers fan that's had nothing but uh, great quarterbacks for, you know, over two decades. You may have a third franchise quarterback that could be a Hall of Fame quarterback one day, but you suffered the roller coaster at least this year. You got a taste of what it feels like for so many of these other organizations and fan bases that deal with nothing but crap every single year. Yeah, and I mean, the Chargers have had the quarterback, though, right? They went from Drew Brees, who they gave up on because of the shoulder yep. injury, to Phillip Rivers. That's true. You know, to Justin Herbert. So they've had good luck with quarterbacks. They just, they've had good luck building rosters. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, on paper, the team that Telesco brought in, I mean, that's I mean, that's, that's that's a Madden team. I yeah. wasn't, I'm not going to, I went undefeated and won the Madden Super Bowl with them. <laughs> I mean, did on, you really? On paper, oh, yeah. <laughs> on paper, like, Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack, Derwin James, Asante Samuel, like, that defense is stacked, but the scheme, like the like, and that was what Brandon Staley was hired to do: fix the defense. And the defense instead regressed after Anthony Lynn left, which I didn't think was even possible. So they've always had the talent, but now they have the coach, and we know Harbaugh is the right guy because we've seen him win everywhere. He's never had, I mean, he's never went anywhere and lost. He's had losing seasons, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, I I think that he's going to turn that thing around. I'm excited for Justin Herbert. I'm excited for Jeff, and I'm excited for you know the rest of the Chargers fans. I said I thought would you say all five of them? Yeah, all five well, of them. Maybe six because you got to remember they have the plant lady too. <laughs> go, that's right. She's really a fan. You're such a conspiracy. No, she's theorist. also a Vikings fan though too. Oh, you remember? Know, well, it's like because her kid is like plays for her kid plays for a peewee league that, and the team is the Vikings. That's why she wore Vikings Not gear. Not buying it. Alright, well, I don't Not know if I can convince you otherwise, but I'm just it. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I I really, listen, I just want to see what, what maximized Justin Herbert looks like. The more good quarterback play that we have in the NFL, it's better for absolutely everyone because the last thing we want is mediocrity. And really, let's be honest, Tom Brady was right this year. There was a lot of mediocrity in the NFL. You can call it parody. Yeah. Sometimes it just is. This was kind of like mediocre parody. Cody Tapp live from Kansas City next. Bet MGM tonight. <laughs> 